the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Southern California Live. Scott Furrow with you today on this fine election day. It's good to be with you today on this sunny day in Southern California. Have you voted yet? Did you get out and uh, vote? Did you mail your ballot in? Where are you at with this? It is um, still very few Californians have voted, which means that unless a bunch of people come out there to vote today, it's going to be a historically low turnout for a primary, which is the opposite of what it's been uh, the last couple of election cycles. 18%. 18% of people have voted so far. And, uh, you know, that, that means that the elections could go in different directions. Um, right now, there are uh, about 21 million, almost 22 million ballots that are out there, but only, but less than 4 million have been returned. So there's 18 million people out there who still can vote. 2 million Democratic ballots have been returned. A million Republican ballots, almost 800,000 uh, independent ballots. They tend to lean Republican, but not all the time. Independents, you know, can go any direction you want. Yeah, I went and I voted today. Incidentally, you can join us and uh, join the conversation here anytime you'd like to. We'd love to hear your thoughts about the events of the day. 888-LA-TALKS is the number. 888-528-2557 is the phone number if you want to join the conversation. 888-528-2557. I'm not a fan of the the mail ballots. I, I, I like it that people, that if we're trying to make it easier to vote, okay, but it just seems very sloppy to me. You know, I think that you know, a lot of the reason that there are controversies with elections and the reason that I think a lot of you feel like you, your vote doesn't count or you feel like uh, it's not fair or it's rigged, part of that is because we're not doing well at convincing people that the vote is secure. Now, I think for the most part it's secure, but it's pretty loose. This was my experience. I don't I, – I, last year, last time we voted, probably I guess for the recall, I took my ballot in to the polling place. And I can't remember if I mailed it in or if I took it in that one and maybe the previous one I took it in. But I, I like to take it in. So I think I must have taken it in. And what I went in with my ballot that I got in the mail, it's the same thing that you would get if you just walked in and picked up a ballot in your polling place. And I went up to the counter and I handed it to the person. They crossed off my name like you do and they put it in the box. I was done. I was in and out of there in a second. I took the time to actually vote on my ballot on my own. Today was a completely different story. And I got to tell you, I'm a little bothered by this. So I get to the, the polling place at lunchtime. I sat down to eat and I just filled out my ballot. And I spent the time doing that, trying not to get any, you know, sauces or whatever on my, uh, on my ballot. Don't want to stain it. Don't want to have any marks on it that are, are stray marks, which, by the way, can cause your ballot to be thrown out if they ever do a recount or things like that. You got to be careful. You know, you got to use, you know, don't even use a blue pen if you're filling it out. Try to use a black pen. The blue pen's probably fine, but uh, make sure that you use a black pen that doesn't run. And uh, you want to make sure that the computer that's going to read it can read it, you know, all of that stuff. 
Anyway, so I'm filling out the battle, the the ballot, and I'm thinking to myself, all right, I'll drop this off. Come on into the studio. I drop off. I go in to drop off the ballot, and the first thing is I notice nobody's there, not one other voter, and I'm surprised because it's election day and it is a uh, lunchtime, and that's one of the times when people go to vote, right? So I expected there'd be one or two other people in there. I know it's low turnout, but I didn't expect zero people in there. Anyway, there were zero people in there. There were zero people voting, I should say. There were five or six poll workers, and uh, I think it's because there's fewer polling places. I might be wrong about that, but it seems like there are fewer polling places. There's none in my neighborhood. I went to the community center. Last time it was at the library. And... uh, and I feel like, well, I want to do this. I don't like the Dropbox thing. I don't even know who that Dropbox is. And, you know, there's a Dropbox by the library by my house. It's up all year round. What ballots are they collecting there? <laughs> I've wanted to open it up and, like, look around in there and see if somebody's ballot got stuck in the corner or something. Anyway, uh, and then these ballot boxes just appear in the middle of the street. How do I know that's not just some guy who has uh, got himself his own uh, ballot box? Uh you know, it's probably not just some guy, but there has been a problem with other political groups sort of putting out their ballot box, and uh, you don't want to do that. So uh, this is why, you know, drop it in the mailbox. Uh, you got to be careful. You can mail it today. You can mail it today, but according to the Registrar of Voters, they have to receive it in seven days. So by next Tuesday, it has to be there. Probably it will get there. It should take one or two days. That's it normally, but there's weird stuff going on in the mail. Have you noticed that last couple of years? Once in a while, we just get a ton of mail that obviously is is several days worth of mail and it's all wrapped in a rubber band and i feel like eh, the postal worker just decided you know what? i'm not doing my route today i'm going to the beach and uh so i'll get to it next week and then suddenly i get a, a bunch of mail anyway i go in there's a guy outside nice guy everybody here is super nice and i said hey i just want to uh drop off my ballot and he goes okay, well, what you should do is uh, go around the corner here to a mailbox and drop it in there. So he instructs me not to go inside and turn it in. He instructs me to go put it in a mailbox. And there's one not too far away, a post office right down the street. And I thought, that's odd. Why can't I just, last time I just came in, I opened up my envelope and I shoved the ballot in the box after they crossed my name off the list. And that's what I expected. That's not the way it works anymore. So this time I go, and I'm, I'm telling you this because part of the idea, right, is to make it more available for people to vote. Part of the idea that what we're saying in California is we're not going to pass a voter ID and we're not going to do anything to secure the vote. What we want to do, I don't want to say not do anything. They're, they're trying, okay? And I'll explain what they had me do. We're trying to make it easier to vote. And if for some reason you just don't have an ID, for some reason you don't, if you're homeless, you don't have an address, we still want you to vote. Okay, a lot that can be said about that, but that's the part of the, the motivation. I think the cynical motivation is there's a lot of funny business with uh, people gathering ballots and, and other stuff. But still, most of the ballots aren't being returned. And this is supposed to be easier, right? It's not. I go in. And I said, I just want to drop off my ballot. I figured it out. So the guy outside, nice guy outside wearing an orange vest. I'm not really sure what he was doing out there. Maybe he had nothing to do with it. Maybe he's just like one of those volunteers that just shows up, but he's not really volunteering. I used to work at uh, Kmart or came apart as we like to, to call it. And one day while I was there and I was in high school, I might've been in college. I worked there for about six years, summers. And when I was in college one day, 
a uh, somebody showed up and opened up a register and checked people out for two hours. And nobody happened to notice that this person didn't actually work there. She used to work there a long time ago. She knew how to open up the register and she knew how to do all the stuff. And she just came in and she was bored, apparently. And uh, she checked people out. <laughs> and her, her till balanced out. She didn't steal any money. As far as we know, she checked out everybody just fine. She was just bored and came in and it was somebody else's till, right? Cause they were on lunch or something and break or you, sometimes you would, if you worked in a different department, you might have a register open somewhere that you could go open, uh, in case the lines got long or something. And, uh, for two hours she worked that. And finally, uh, a manager went up to her and said, what are you doing? And she just said, well, I just thought I'd come in and work today. The manager said, well, you don't work here. And she said, okay, closed the register and went home. I, I, does that happen? Does that happen at your workplace? Do people just come in and start to work? I have a feeling this happens more often than just it came apart. I think that um, sometimes people just do that. I used to work for another big, big company here in, in uh, San Diego. They've broken up and sold it. I won't mention the name of it. Uh, their initials are SAIC. Uh, it used to be a big government contractor. I think it still is. And I, I promise you, there are people who are working there who aren't working there. Like they had jobs at one point, and in the corporate bureaucracy, their jobs and contracts, their contracts ended or their jobs were sort of uh, every year when it comes around to when you, you figure out where do you go work, their jobs were, were broken up and given to other employees, but somebody forgot to fire them. And they came to work, they put on their little badge, and they sat, the reason I think this is true is they sat in the cafeteria all day long, every, and I had to walk through this cafeteria back and forth because my office was on one side of it and other people's office where I had to go, they were on the other side. And these same couple of guys were in this cafeteria all day, every day, reading the newspaper, eating a brownie, hanging out, and I, they just didn't seem to have any jobs. And big company, right? You write your own review and you say, I accomplished this. I saved the company this kind of money. Great. Anyway, so I think that's what this guy was outside. He was not really a poll worker. I think he just showed up and he just likes elections or something. Okay, so now I go in. Now I've got the poll workers. I want to turn in my ballot. You can join this conversation. This is Southern California Live. I'd love to hear your voting experience if uh, you had an experience. 888-528-2557. Do you find it easier or harder? Do you like the mail ballot routine or would you uh, do you find it more complicated? How does it working for you? 888-528-2557. It's a permanent thing now in California. So we're going to be mailing our ballots in from here on out uh, until they figure out how to do it on our phones or until they figure out how they can just vote for us in advance and then we don't do anything. 888-528-2557. So I go in and this nice lady, uh, she's walking around. So I've never seen this before. So her job is she's kind of the, the manager of the polling place. She is there and she's directing people. I've never seen this before. Usually there's people in a garage or somewhere sitting at a table and they're arguing with each other about something. What happened to all the pens and you're doing the ballots wrong and all the things that they do. And there's usually somebody there, right? You, uh, you tell them your name and uh, I usually go in. Remember the, the old way of doing it. Maybe it's still this way in your neighborhood. So I'd love to hear if this is the same everywhere. I go in, normally what I used to do is go in and I'd give them a name of somebody else on my street because I knew they were there. And then they'd hand me a ballot and I'd say, you know what, I'm not that person. I'm just pointing out why you should be asking for IDs. And then I'd hand it back and give them my real name and then I'd go vote because uh, I'm, I'm that guy. So I uh, was hoping to do that today, didn't get to do that. I go in there 
And I said, I just want to turn in my ballot. She says, well, we don't do that anymore. We have a new procedure. I said, you do? She goes, yeah. If you want to, uh, you can either vote here and surrender your old ballot, or you can give us that ballot, but we need you to fill out these forms. No joke. So I had to fill out the forms. Now, the ballot they would have given me is exactly the same ballot I've got in my hand. And they would have taken the one I already filled out and put it in this surrendered ballot box that they were also using as a trash can, I noticed. (laughs) Because later on, somebody yelled at another person for throwing trash in the surrendered ballots. They're like, you're not supposed to do that. That's just for surrendered ballots. She goes, I thought it was for trash. Anyway, so suddenly now to vote, I now have to fill out a complete form. My full name, including my middle name, my address, uh, some line now that I sign my signature, you know, penalty of perjury. I'm who I say I am. Now I turn that in. Now I go over to the table where they would normally give you a ballot. And the two ladies sitting there had no idea what to do. Maybe I'm the only guy who, do, who does this. You know, maybe. Uh, 888-528-2557 is the number. I go over there and these two ladies, one of them wait, flags me down. So I go to the one waving at me. Well, the one waving at me doesn't have any idea what to do. The other person sitting there, she does know what to do. So she comes over to help. And the first thing she says is, you need to hand him a sleeve. What do you mean? Sleeve. That's that little plastic cover thing that you put over your ballot so that nobody sees how you vote. You know, because you're probably some kind of communist or bad person if you voted against however they, the people sitting there, think you should vote. So they give me a sleeve. The sleeve doesn't really fit the ballot. Have you ever had those? The ballot is on this long sheet of paper, but the sleeve is like letter size. And uh, so I... I fold up my ballot to fit in there because now I'm nervous about why are they doing this. And I'm telling you, it was the strangest thing. She couldn't spell my name. She couldn't find my name. Now she's doing it on this iPad thing. It's not really an iPad, but a computer like about that size. And uh, then she turns it around. Eventually she finds my name and she agrees I'm who I say. And then she wants my ballot back, the ballot that I just had to put in the sleeve so she couldn't see who I voted for. She needs to see my ballot. I said, why do you need to see my ballot? Well, I need to make sure that the number on there is the same number that we have in here. And now the kind lady who's running the show, she says, well, that's because we don't want you voting for your cousin or somebody else who lives with you and you just took the wrong ballot. Okay, that makes sense, um, you know, I guess. So uh, sure enough, she confirms and I that the number's right and I throw that ballot back in my sleeve now. Meanwhile, everybody in there knows exactly how I voted at this point. And then she turns this thing around. Now I have to sign it. I have to sign it exactly the way that my signature is on uh, my voter registration, which I have no idea. And I I really don't. Somebody told me once it's the same as on your driver's license. I don't know. Is that true? That, That might be true. That's the way I try to sign it. But And that matters, too, because if you sign your envelope, that's how they sort of verify that you're who you are. Supposedly, somebody's checking these. uh, They have handwriting experts at all these places, I guess. Uh, making sure that your signature is really you. and But I have to do it with my finger on this iPad. I can't do it like with a pen and paper. So now I suddenly have to draw my name with my finger on this iPad. Um, and I start doing that. Then she says, no, no, here's a stencil. So she gives me one of those little things that looks like a, it's got an eraser on the other end and you draw on the iPad. I still can't do it neatly. And I'm going, well, that looks nothing like my signature probably. And I have you know, I have a signature where I try to really spell out my name so that it's clear. But I also have a, sp- a signature where it's just a big S and kind of a line through it, Scott Furrow. And uh, that's what it is. I turn, I do that. 
they turn around. Finally, I walk over all the way across the room to a place to drop off my ballot, which now is all scrunched up in the sleeve they gave me. And now this this very kind lady who's running the show, who's trying to explain to me why they're doing all these things and to protect me, and she keeps saying, we're doing this to make it easier. We're doing this to make it easier. We're doing this to make it easier. And she meant it. And I said, how is this easier? Last year, I just came in and I dropped it off. That was it. Well, we don't do that anymore. We're trying to make it easier. I said, I've been here 20 minutes. Last time I was here, 30 seconds. This is not easier. And then I said, do you realize that only 18% of uh, Californians have actually voted in this primary? And she goes, no, it's 70%. And I said, no, it's 18%. There's a website. You can go to it right now. You can click on it. She goes, well, not, not, not here in our, in our city. Everybody votes in our city. And I'm like, no, they don't. Have you noticed that in the 20 minutes that we've been uh, trying to figure out what to do with my ballot, nobody has voted? Finally, I get the thing in the in the box, and like a half an hour later, I'm back out in my car wondering, what if there were a bunch of people there? How long would it take to vote? 888-528-2557. Melissa in Pasadena, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, Scott. How are you? It's crazy I'm- what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so I work in a place, and you'll probably know it's in Pasadena, where they do rocket things. So when you're talking about the people who come in and work, I wonder about the people I work with. They do the same thing, and I'm like, do you ever go home? Who's right. touching these people? <laughs> so with even our vac- current vaccinations, I can't say which ones, but you know, the 2019 one, um, we got testing that's mandatory. Well, we got 50 billion people coming back who are suited and booted, just like these people who are doing the polls, and they're coming back positive. How can you come back? And they're allowing them at this government facility to come on and work with your virus and then go back and get tested, and then you're like, oh, I'm tested positive. i got to go home. Who's checking all this? And they're not allowing people with government exemptions to go in without a test, but you can't go in because you're not tested, but you have an authorization paper from your facility of whatever sort that you're exempt. So the government, it doesn't make any sense, and I'm just like you. I kind of ponder, like, my signature is the same. Sometimes, you know what I do? I even write my scripture, um, like Romans 5.3, and they're like, okay, thank you, and I'm like, that's not even my name. I, I do that. I always I sign like credit card things as the whoever the president is. So I'll write Joe Biden. I used to write Donald Trump. Nobody reads it. So when you're talking about these things, I'm like they're so logical. Like they're telling us everything's good, but there's always that but. So everything that we follow through with our voting today, but it's still not good enough. Even though you follow policy today, but do you why? think? So what do, do you think? Do you think? Uh, here's kind of my thinking today. Do you think that maybe the reason that fewer people are voting, maybe it's apathy. Uh, when we get back from the break, I'm going to read something that the LA Times put out. It's kind of snarky about why they think people aren't voting. Why? But do you think maybe it's because it's not actually easier the way we're doing it? I mean, well, is it not, not easier? I'm just kind I, of curious. I, I believe Go ahead. I, I don't think it's easier because now they're putting. So everybody who hears today's podcast are going to be like, man, that was so true. And now they're very discouraged because, say, for example, your wife was going to be in labor. I'm just turning my vote. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. There's a new policy. You're like, oh, my wife is in labor. But you can still vote with these extra precautions. So people are not, they're very discouraging. So they're doing it to us where we're 
getting very limited. So, of course, I'm not going to want to go vote because why? Because, but, there's always that but. And it's frustrating. And the American people need peace. The American people, we want the answers. The American people are like, okay, we're going to follow every mandate. And then when we get there, I ran the same thing, too. Is this really you? Yes, it is. Do you have another form ID? I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, we have you. I'm like, I've only lived in one address since 1982. Like, that's, well, you know, and I got the same thing, too. And this is in the city of Claremont. And I'm like, okay, I'm frustrated. So next year, I'm like, okay, what do I do? Do I even want to vote? And it's discouraging. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. It was a it was a very strange experience. Melissa, thank you for your call. And um, uh, I don't know. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven is the number. This is Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow. What was your experience voting? I've shared mine. It's crazy. Uh, not sure that it was easier. Cynthia in Los Angeles, welcome to Southern California Live. Yes. Hi. Um, my experience was um, the year that we were voting for um, who was going to be president. At that time, so in 2020, um, 2020, the last presidential election. Yeah. Okay. So we they, there's a place up in Eagle Rock, Eagle Rock Plaza that we had an empty building, and they they were using that for people to come in and put their vote in there. So three of us um, older women were there waiting on the bench, and they were preparing the the setup of the where you know the ballot place and everything. And um, so when they were done, they said that we could come in. But what I heard them saying also, I wasn't the other only one. The other two ladies heard it, too, that I was sitting by. And they said, should we do this to their ballots? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I've had like, them say, I've had them say some think, pretty wild things. But I think they're not well-trained sometimes, and they just don't know what to do. Which to me, it seems like you put it in the box. Just put it in the box. What do you do? Yeah. All right, Cynthia, thank you for your call. Appreciate that. You're listening to Southern California Live, and it is primary election day here in California. And uh, I'm hoping that you went out to vote. I went out to vote today. I took my mail ballot to the uh, to the polling place to turn it in, and it took a half an hour for them to figure out how to receive my ballot that way, which I thought was – and the, the nice lady, she did. She kept saying, we're making it easier. We're doing this to make it easier. We're doing this so more people vote. 18%, that's the uh, the current tally of – Californians who have turned in their ballots so far. We'll see how high that gets. When we get back, the LA Times has five reasons why you probably aren't voting today. And uh, I hope those aren't accurate, but uh, we'll take a look at that when we get back. I'm Scott Furrow. This is Southern California Live. If you want to join the conversation, the number is 888-528-2557. We'll be back with this Tuesday edition. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody. Southern California Live. Scott Furrow with you today on this lovely day in Southern California. Election day, primary election day here in California. Hope that you are going out to vote. 18%, that's it. 18% so far have returned that ballot. That number's going to go up. So people wondering how high that's going to go. Um, but um, people are pointing out how low it is. Uh, in particular, because California says says they've been trying to make it easier easier to vote. I found it today. I mean, maybe the easy way is you put the thing in the mail and then you're done. I wanted to vote in person and I took my ballot in. And before the break, I shared that story. And some of our callers shared the story of how confusing it has been. I'd love to know your story. Maybe maybe mine is just, uh, you know, an unusual story, but uh, I'm curious. The number is 
888-528-2557, 888-LA-TALKS, 888-528-2557. Let's go to Donna in Thousand Oaks. Donna, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, Scott. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How is it in the T.O.? It is a beautiful day, and I was actually quite surprised when I went out and voted this afternoon. Um, it took me about an hour and a half. Wow, an hour but and a half. that was because the place was packed. Oh, really? There was uh, Parking was difficult to find. Um, I went around the parking lot a couple times and finally found a place to park. Walked in, and there was quite a line. There were some people that were walking in and dropping their ballots off, um, and I waited to go up and vote. It took about an hour and a half in total, but uh, the people that I was standing in line with, we all became friends. It was kind of neat to meet people (laughs) while I was out and about, Um, and everybody... uh, was just wanting to make sure that there was no funny stuff going on and they wanted to vote in person. And that actually made me feel good to see yeah. that uh, there was such a good turnout. And I'm sorry to hear that L.A. County, I guess, that wasn't your experience. <laughs> well, statewide, you know, statewide it is uh, pretty low. but uh, And also, you know, the counties do things differently. So uh, perhaps right. uh, Ven- you're in Ventura County probably just right there across the line. Um, Correct. And yeah. So, so, so very interesting out, that you uh, yeah. some paperwork, my name, address, okay. um, and they were very meticulous about each and every voter coming in there and making sure that everything was safe and on the up and up. Well, that's good so, though. So you know, so the hour and a half that way. Yeah. And, yeah. The hour and a half wait was a long time though. That's that discourages people from voting sometimes. Like I don't have an hour and a half, especially if you're just there to drop off your ballot that you've already figured out. Uh, I think that's a, and I appreciate your call, Donna. Thanks. I want to get to some other calls and their experience. I think that was one of the things I did not expect. I thought I was going to. I f- deliberately filled out my my ballot before I went in there, and I thought it would be an easier process. I guess I'm glad that they're trying to have some kind of checks and balances. It was just kind of a funny way to do it. 888-528-2557. Let's go to Jose in Linwood. Jose, welcome to Southern California Live. Well, thank you. appreciate you, uh, you answering my call. Yeah. How did it go for you today? You know, I it went fairly easy, simple for me. It wasn't that hard. I'm actually still here at the, here no, no, that's the good. polling place. We- yeah. Just at my local park, and uh, there's hardly anybody voting here uh, at this time. Uh, I actually made a mistake on my ballot. That's why I came over to do it by uh, in person. Uh-huh. I usually do it by mail, but since I made a mistake, I came over, and they told me I have to do it, you know, do it in person, which I did. And they uh, they're using the electronic format. So since had- I already have filled out my my ballot, it was a lot easier for me just to, you know, do it uh, in and out within like. I'd say 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, well, I'm glad to hear that was easy for you. So they had electronic voting so you could bring your ballot up there and then just punch the screen for whoever you were voting for? Yes. Oh, all right. Now, did you get a receipt that uh, pops out of there? What happened in your, your machine? Did it tell you who you voted for? Yes, it, it gives you uh, a printout to verify that your ballot is according to what you have elected before yeah. you cast it. All right. 
All right. Well, very interesting. Thank you for your story. I'm glad that went uh, that went well. What I'm hoping is that uh, not everybody has uh, the experience I had because I think we're trying to make it easier, right? And good for you, by the way, in, in not just uh, forgetting to vote or deciding not to vote because you made a mistake on your first ballot. And also good for you not to mail it in because if there is a close election and they're doing recounts, and I was involved in one of these ones, you you stand there and you're looking at the ballots. And if there's anything about it that's abnormal, even though if it's it's just clearly a stray mark. Somebody moved the pen in the wrong. moved the pen in the wrong place. You you can challenge that ballot. Both sides do that, and you you start throwing out ballots left and right. You don't want to do that. So good for you in in doing that. You could have done that. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven is the number. Yvette from Santa Monica. Welcome to Southern California Live. You want to do that? So good for you in doing that. Yvette. Uh, turn your radio down, Yvette. Welcome to Southern California Live. I'll put you on hold. We'll go to the next one here. Uh, Ingrid uh, from Southern uh, – welcome to Southern California Live. Ingrid, where are you calling from? I'm calling from um, Compton. I'm Gardena, really. I work in the poll, and I'm on my break right now. That person was oh, talking yeah. about your ballot. They were supposed to take your ballot and put it on the inside. We have a box in there. We lock and key. You can't go through really in there. You just throw it in there. And at the end of yeah. the day, the, the lead and the and the assistant lead go through it and put it in an envelope and it go downtown. What happened is there was he was supposed to. You wasn't supposed to put it in a mailbox. You you at the polling place. They were supposed to put it in that box. You weren't supposed to drop it in the mailbox. So you were right there. Also, poll is open Saturday. Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. We didn't get nobody. Um, I've talked to two other co-workers, and on Saturday and Sunday, hardly anybody came, and then they, the few people came and dropped. It was already done. They dropped it in the box in, in, in there, and then on um, Sunday was hardly anybody, like two, three people, and um, we, where we at is in Gardena. My, I've my co-worker was in um, Arton and another one in Long Beach, and they had the same thing. The one in Arton had a few more people than we did. Long Beach, up to 1 o'clock, nobody came the whole time. Nobody came. Um, Saturday and wow. Sunday. And when they did came, they had the ballots already filled out, and they just dropped it in there. And then Monday, we got like four people the whole day. And then <sighs> today, yeah. we got people in the afternoon, like after 12, 1 and 2 coming in. So I I think it depends on the location. If you had a good location, like the lady said earlier, you have more people. But if you don't have a good location, like behind, like we're behind um, some um, construction building, it's hard to find. So some people might get frustrated. Plus, with the smaller election, nobody interested in voting. Most of them I talked to, friends and family, they weren't interested. They're interested in the the bigger election, but the small one, they don't really care, which is a shame. Also, they don't read it. It is a shame. They're asking us who to vote for. We say we can't do that. We can't tell you. You need to read your ballot. They don't know who they're voting for because they don't read nothing. You know, they need to read. I know. You know? So it's crazy how these people complain when they put people in there, but they don't go out and vote. They don't go out. Sunday was like three people. Monday was um, two. Yeah. Saturday was like three people. You know what I mean? So it depends yeah, on your location. Some location more busier than some location. Yeah. yeah. Ingrid, thank you for your service, though, working at the polling place. I know it can be hectic and it's hard work, and sometimes you have to uh, just you have to deal with some hard things, too. I know that that happens. Ingrid, thank you for your call and uh, for calling Southern California Live. 
Uh, let's try Yvette again in Santa Monica. Are you still with us, Yvette? Hi, can you hear me now? Yeah, I got Hello? you now. Hello? How you doing? Hello, Hello, can you hear me now? Can you can you hear me? You got to turn your radio down. Okay. Yeah, can you, can I'm you here. Know? Go ahead, Yvette. Okay, I had a very interesting situation in Santa Monica. I voted in the Civic Center parking lot. And they couldn't answer a lot of questions. And I asked the same elect, uh, question last time I voted. I said, and the guy next to me, the same thing. I think all of us that were there voting in person, like that former lady, that former caller said, we're just trying to make sure our votes counted. So we wanted to use machines and we wanted to come in person. And the one guy next to me said, is this a Dominion machine? And the voting uh, staff person was like, oh, I, I don't know. And I said, yeah, what kind of machines are they? Where are they from? He goes, I don't know. I don't know. And then the guy next to me goes, can I take a picture of my ballot? And I go, yeah, can I take a picture of mine, too? Because that happened last time when I voted. I took out my phone, and after you put in all your candidates and it prints out your list of candidates, you're supposed to look through that list and make sure you filled it out correctly. Right. And then I took a picture of it yeah. last time, and it came running over to me. So this time, that guy asked. He goes, no, no, you can't take a picture. I go, why is that? Why can't we take a picture of our ballot once we've cast it? He goes, well, I don't know those questions, but you guys are doing a good job, good job. He kept saying that to us. And I said, well, I have three questions. I said, the other question is, when my vote is registered in this machine, can I later check online to see how it was cast? Like if I actually, when I voted, that my electronic vote actually went to the person I voted for? He goes, uh, I don't know about that. I have nothing. I don't know anything about that. I said, it's about to be something good for you guys to, to know next time I come and I'll write a letter to the LA County Registrar asking him those questions. He goes, yeah, I don't know who you write yeah. to. <laughs> and so that's a, that's a, yeah. Go smoothly unless you had questions. Yeah. Yvette, thank you very much for your call. I think, you know, I had that experience too. And the people that I was working with today, they were super nice. So there was one, one woman who was, she was in charge and she seemed to have more answers. The other people had zero answers to the questions. And she told me, she goes, well, they didn't really get to go to the training. They only sent me to the training. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you start asking questions, it's uh, it's a little bit tricky. And I guess you're not allowed to, to uh, take a picture of your ballot. That's been around for a while. No ballot selfies. Uh, I'll look at that a little bit and just see if there's a reason why. Maybe somebody knows why. I'd like to take a picture of it, I guess. But uh, I don't know that that would hold up in case there's any sort of uh, difficulty. 888-528-2557. This is Southern California Live. I got to take a break, then I'll get to your calls. And uh, I'm Scott Furrow. This is Southern California Live. And if you had an experience with uh, your voting today, let me know or in the whole process. We're, I'm really curious to whether this was a easier process for you or if it was more difficult or if you've just had something interesting happen while you were voting today. 888-528-2557. I'll be back in just a second. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Southern California Live. Scott Furrow here with you on a beautiful Tuesday afternoon, primary day, primary election day. Only 18% of people have voted, but many of you have voted. You've been calling in to share your experience, how it went. The number is 888-528-2557. Cynthia in Buena Park, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, Scott. I was listening to you share your experience, and I just thought I would call and tell you how my experience went. Um, so, you know, I, I voted and I put my ballot in the envelope and I signed it, dated it. 
I dropped it off at a voting center on Saturday. And the only thing that the worker asked me, she said, I just need to see that you signed and dated it. And she put it in the drop box. And she said, we're going to send this to the um, Orange County Registrar tonight. And so then on Monday, I got an email from the Orange County Registrar saying that my ballot had been received. So it was really, really easy. And I just wanted to share that. I appreciate that. I think that's, uh, you know, these stories are really good to know. You're in Orange County, so there there might yeah. be some county differences. We've heard from Ventura, L.A., uh, Orange, and San Diego County today. Uh, but did they have you fill out a form, anything, or you just kept it in the envelope it came in? I kept it in the envelope it came in. They didn't have me fill out anything. She just mm. said, let me just make sure it's signed and dated. And she showed me the box. She said, we're going to drop it right here in this box, and she did that. And then on Monday, I got an email saying that the registrar had received my ballot and um, that they actually counted it already. That's uh, that's really so good it, to hear. Yeah, it was really simple. Yeah. So I just wanted to share that. I appreciate you sharing that. I think that might be helpful for people because maybe one of the things that I did and what some other people did differently is I didn't – I had my envelope with me. Thank you for calling, uh-huh. Cynthia. Okay, uh, you're I, welcome. Yeah. I had my envelope with me, but I didn't have the ballot in the envelope. And what I said was, I want to actually turn this in as if I just voted in the little booth there, right? That's what I wanted to. And that's where they got real luck, real complicated. So I think that's helpful, Cynthia. Thank you for calling. uh, Okay, thank you. Yeah. Um, And maybe that's some of the difference that other people had. That's the interesting thing, right, is that there might be something that we do in these processes that suddenly complicates it. Because if I had just left it in the little yellow envelope, I mean, why wouldn't I just drop it at the mailbox? That's what the uh, the fake volunteer who was outside, if you're listening at the top of the show, giving advice. He told me to go down to the post office and mail it. Uh, I guess that would happen. I'm real curious, too, about uh, the am I going to get a text or an email? I signed up for it. You can do this. You can go to the Secretary of State website uh, for California. It's, it's uh, what is it? It's uh, just Google Secretary of State website. Um, and it'll come up and you can, if you Google, where's my ballot, you will actually come up with a whole system and you can sign on and it'll tell you. Now I, I turned in my ballot. I suppose it's just sitting in a box. And so there's been no update. Uh, even though digitally I had to sign something when I was in there, it's still, there's no update on what happened about my ballot. I'm real curious about whether or not I'm actually going to get, uh, something like uh, Cynthia did. I think that as we as we keep looking at this, you know, in the in the LA Times yesterday, they're trying to figure out why why is turnout so dismal. And uh the LA Times yesterday said in addition to set spending uh or sending every registered voter a mail ballot, a permanent move, uh the state eliminated the need for postage stamps. Did you have to put a stamp on it before? I guess, you know, I don't want to spend the how much is a postage stamp now? 6 bucks. I I don't know how to mail anything. Uh, 55 cents. Is that right? And so that breakdown would be, uh, like 15 cents for delivery and 40 cents for storage. Is that how it's anyway? Uh, so you don't have to put a stamp on it anymore. And now you, uh, you can allow neighbors and others to collect ballots. That's where we've run into some, some questions and, uh, election officials will reach out to voters who fail to sign their ballots. I'm curious about that. Is somebody going to call you or are you going to get a text? Maybe. Maybe that's how they're going to do it and say, hey, uh, we got your ballot, but you didn't sign it. And then does that mean, does that happen to any of you out there? I'd love to know that. Um, what do you do? Do you have to go into the Registrar of Voters and, and sign it? I, I guess you would. 
The, uh, you know, I'm going to get to it maybe in the next hour because I want to take your calls. I do want to say what some of the excuses are, L.A. Times writing uh, about why you aren't uh, voting today. Carrie and Pico Rivera, welcome to Southern California Live. Carrie? Hello. Hi, Carrie. How Mary. are you? Oh, Mary? Mary. All right. Sorry, yeah. Mary. Go ahead, Mary. Well, no, I went in today to vote, doing my civic duty. Anyways, um. I asked the young girl after she asked me my name and whatnot, and I said, don't you want to see my driver's license, my ID? She says, no. I said, okay, why? I mean, what happened? She said, it's against the law. I go, it's against the law? I go, I never knew that, you know. Yeah. So some of them are telling you it's against the law. So they're not asking for ID. No, they don't and ask for ID. No, they didn't ask for ID. Yeah. Yeah. But I could have been anybody, you know. You could have been anybody. That's what I, uh, earlier I told the story, how I go in and I pretend to be one of my neighbors who I know. And he he used to be able to look down and you could could see who's voted and who hasn't. So when I noticed that uh, he hadn't voted yet, I said I was him. And they were going to hand me a ballot as him. And I said, no, no, I'm really this other guy. Don't you want to see my ID? And they say no. And I just do that to make a point, you know. But uh, do you feel like your vote uh, was turned in okay and counted, though? Oh, we lost Mary. Okay, that Mary, thank you. Oh, yeah, okay. You're welcome. That, all right, Mary, thanks for calling in that story. 888-528-2557 is the number. This is Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow. Nolan from San Diego, welcome to Southern California Live. Oh, hello? Hi, Nolan. How hello, did your voting experience Scott, how are go? You? I'm doing fine. How are you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Oh, uh. I was, uh, I'm actually pretty new to the whole uh, radio, and I heard a lot about your uh, ballot talk, and I wanted to share my story, if that's okay. Sure. How did your experience go? Oh, it went really good, uh, because, of, like, uh, like, the whole, like, uh, issues with, like, the pandemic and such, like, I, I only voted, like, by, through the mail ballot, but what my dad would do is he would get them, and then he'd turn them into his uh, place of work or a ballot section nearby. Mm-hmm. And, it's pre- and it's pretty interesting because four times in the last uh, in the last two years, because I'm at, I'm only twenty, and uh, I I do think it's important to vote with like how uh, hearing like how all those people are cramming into the ballot locations. I think that's an incredible thing and progress that California should be making. So you like the idea of uh, being able to mail in your ballot or drop it off early? I I prefer dropping it off, honestly, because I've heard, uh, like, with uh, other concerned callers were saying is that, uh, like, oh, should we do this with their ballot? I'm, uh, I'm, I uh, personally think we should be turning in ballots a bit more than mail-ins, because mail-in, you never know. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. glad I'm, you know, Nolan, I'm glad that you're 20 years old and you're voting. Uh, keep it up. Don't let some of these things discourage you because that, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I think that the votes are counting and uh, the, the there are issues of fraud. In fact, in L.A., they had an election overturned a couple of weeks ago because fraud was captured and the, the winner only won by one vote and turned out he cheated and and they reversed it. Right. So it happens. And uh, but giving up on the system uh, takes away your ability to change the system if it needs changing. Uh, so thank you for being a voter and uh, keep it up. Don't be discouraged and uh, pay attention. Look at all the candidates and uh, 
and make sure you vote. Nolan, thank you for your call, and I'm glad you're voting. All right. So, uh, yeah, so California, we tried to make it easier. And uh, funny thing they wrote in the, in the Times. So Georgia had its primary a while ago. Remember, Georgia was criticized for new election laws that they thought were going to prevent uh, particularly uh, people of color from voting and that it was designed to keep you know people from voting. And, and Georgia, it turns out, had a great, great response in their primary. And, uh, you know, the LA Times, a writer puts, writes this, nothing puts this Democratic consultant predicts primary turnout is likely to be under 30%. That's probably right here in California. Nothing puts this in better contrast than looking at Georgia right now. They're doing everything they can, it seems, to make it harder to vote. Yet they are having record turnout. See, you know, the stuff that people say makes it harder to vote, I don't think it makes it harder to vote to show your ID. It just doesn't. And if you're somebody who doesn't have an ID, you know, you can have a provisional ballot. You could do that all across the country. It's so easy. Provisional ballot, they have them already. Provisional ballot is you go in and, and there's something wrong. You're not matching the address or, you know, there's some reason that your ballot isn't there. The provisional ballot is so you can vote anyway. And you sign the bottom of it, penalty of perjury. Yes, I'm who I said, and I'm only voting one time and those kinds of things. It's very easy. You can do that everywhere in the country already. Um, and then what we ought to be doing is saying, hey, if there are people showing up who don't have an ID, maybe because they're homeless or it's it's more likely that they're people who are maybe elderly whose driver's license has expired, but they stopped driving and they never went and got a California ID or whatever. There should be something there that says, here's how we get your, your ID renewed and make that easier. We should help everybody get an ID. Uh, that should be the attitude instead of uh, this weird thing. Anyway, Georgia worked out pretty good. Remember, they, they took the all-star game away from Georgia because they felt like it was bad and moved it to, to uh, Denver that has more restrictive uh, voting. Anyway, good for people to get out there and, uh, and vote. I'm going to try to take a call real quick. Uh, Lynn from Diamond Bar, welcome to Southern California Live. Lynn, I only got 30 seconds for you. Hi, um, I just wanted to share that I went in to vote with a vote by mail ballot, and I have not done my envelope correctly, so they gave me a replacement envelope, and I feel that I already submitted my uh, ballot. However, they stuck it in a in a box separate than the ballots that were being done right there in the in the precinct, and I was just kind of worried about that. I said, I hope those get to the register recorder along with the regular votes. Yeah, yeah, that's a good thing to wonder about. Here's what you should do. Google this on your on your phone or on your computer. Where's my ballot, California? It'll come up with a whole thing that'll allow you to track your ballot, and uh, you should be able to find out. So uh, just Google where's my ballot, and it'll show up. It'll take you to the Secretary of State website, and uh, you can do that to track it. All right, interesting, interesting day, isn't it? Uh, we'll be back in a moment. It is Election Day. We'll talk about a couple of other issues that are going on in the country and Election Days, and uh, you know, Good thing, isn't it, that our hope is in Christ and not in whoever wins these things, uh, not in our vote being counted ultimately. Um, So just do the best that you can. That's what you should do. All right, I got to take a break. I'm Scott Furrow. This is Southern California Live. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes for hour two. Don't go away. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.